Thanks for joining us this week, and welcome to Mutuality Matters, a weekly podcast hosted by CBE International, where our mission is to promote the biblical message that God calls women and men of all cultures, races, and classes to share authority equally in service and leadership in the home, church, and work. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Mutuality Matters podcast from Christians for Biblical Equality. Alongside my friend and ministry colleague, Rob Dixon, I am Lila Van Gerpen. Can women and men work alongside one another in healthy ministry partnerships? Our answer is heck yes. And on this podcast, we interview practitioners exploring stories about what flourishing mixed gender ministry partnerships look like in the field. This week, our guest is Lisa Rodriguez-Watson. Lisa has served as an urban church planter, collegiate minister, seminary professor, and international missionary and community development practitioner. Her heart to see people reconciled to God and to one another has led her to invest her life, family, and ministry in places and people that have often been looked over by the world. In addition to her role as National Director of Missio Alliance, she serves as Associate Pastor of Discipleship and Equipping at Christ City Church. Educated at Florida International University and Golden Gate Seminary, she now lives in Washington, D.C. She's a mom to three fantastic children, Nathan, Elias, and Annalise, and is married to her best friend, Matthew, who serves as Pastor of Teaching and Outreach at Christ City Church. Lisa, welcome. We're Thank so you. excited to have you here. Awesome. It have is you. so good to be here. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Am- you're among friends. We should probably tell folks that we have a history together, working together with InterVarsity way back when. So it's fun yep. to be reconnected on the pod. Um, Lisa, let me start with a question for you that we ask all of our guests. It's kind of our icebreaker question. So when you think about literature or movies or pop culture, what's a mixed gender partnership that you appreciate? I love this question. Um, I have to admit, I'm not a TV watcher. So I I think it's really nice that you give people lots of choices to choose from. But there is a TV show that I have watched as of late, Ted Lasso. So my favorite favorite, um, partnership right now is Ted and Rebecca. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I love that they both bring their strengths um, to their work that, you know, I mean, Ted is the coach and he runs the team and Rebecca is on the business side and she runs the organization. Um, but they create enough space for each other to really function well in, in their roles. But like, you can tell when Rebecca comes down to the locker room, the whole team is like, yeah, yeah, this is great. (laughs) So there's, there's space for her in his kind of like area and there's space for him in hers. Um, I love that. I don't know if honesty entirely defines their relationship because she does keep some pretty big secrets, <laughs> but eventually he has created enough space for her and modeled honesty enough for her that she comes out with the big hard truths, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of honesty, there's genuine friendship, there's a lot of support. And then the last thing that I love is that um, failure isn't the end. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, I don't want to like, <laughs> no spoilers here, right? Yes, yes. But yes, there, yes. there is a big failure, <laughs> and it's not the end. Mm. And she creates yeah. enough space for him to come back and and do his thing. Yeah. Wow, that's some great Ted that. Lasso analysis right there, <laughs> listeners. That's a bonus for you. 
<laughs> and there's biscuits. We should say there's biscuits involved. Oh, in yeah, because of biscuits, yes. <laughs> For sure. That's great. Great, great example. Yeah. Well, start by telling us a story. So of all the mixed gender partnerships that you've had during your time in ministry, is there one that stands out to you as especially fun or life-giving and why? Okay. This might have been the hardest question. This is a very hard question because I've got to say, I've had some really great mixed gendered partnerships. Oh, praise God, right? Yeah. Um, especially fun. I cannot fail to mention Rob Dixon as <laughs> one of my most fun mixed gendered partners in my whole ministry. Um, but I'll, I'll tell my story. Um, when I was coming into the role here as National Director of Missio Alliance, um, I was being interviewed by by Wayne and John, who are our leaders in our organization. And I just thought, you know, I have to like, I got, I got to throw all the hard things out there um, because I want them to know who I really am. I want them to like, just all the hardest things I feel like I need to say in this process so that nobody's surprised here. Right. Right. And I said everything that I thought would disqualify me for the role. <laughs> That's a bold and they move. Were like, yeah. I'm, what, yeah, I guess so. Um, and you know what they did? They, they, they were patient. Um, you know, and I was like, well, you should know that. And then I would bring something else up. <laughs> Uh, and they were persistent, like, and I, and I would say the hardest thing and then I, and they're like, so would you like to come and work with us? Would you like to run wow. this Alliance? Um, and I think that that, that was a beautiful gift to me that they just kept coming back with. Yeah, that's exactly what we want. You're exactly who we want for this role. Your dream lines up with our dream. So let's get after it together. Mm. Wow. It was pretty special. Yeah, that's awesome. beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, I'm just struck by the, the honesty, uh, your honesty, your vulnerability, and then they re- sounds like they received that in a way mm-hmm. that was uh, welcoming, and off you went. That's wonderful. Um, yeah. Lisa, I'm wondering if uh, we like to ask folks about challenges and then benefits to working together. So let me start with that first one. And we've partnered together, so there's plenty of challenges, I'm sure, come to mind <laughs> for you. So um, what, uh, what challenges have you had to work through as you've partnered with men in the context of your ministry experiences, um, what come to mind? Mm. Yeah. Um, I think kind of male ego fragility is one. Um, Guilty. Like, <laughs> I wasn't thinking of you. Gosh. Um, well, tell, tell us more a little bit about what you mean by that. Yeah. Um, well, like, you know, if we're going to share a platform, can you yeah. please not wear your heels? Um, wow. Can you please not, you know, like those kinds of things of like, mm-hmm. there's, there's a little bit of, uh, yeah, some ego fragility and not allowing me to bring the best of who I am or the best of how I want to express myself in yeah. a situation um, so that someone else doesn't feel right bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I, I think, like, as a Cuban-American woman, I've had men say to me, and I know that, you know, p- people of color get this quite regularly, I don't see your race and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mean that in the most 
genuine, sincere, and generous ways, but it, there is such a blind spot there. Um, and, you know, I get to choose at that point to either engage or just be generous back and say, thanks, you know, like I, I understand what you're trying to do here and okay. Um, rather than have to really dig in. Um, so sometimes I'll dig in and sometimes I won't. Um, but then there, there have been places where I have been that are thoroughly complementarian. And that's been some of the hardest, honestly, that's been some of the hardest um, spaces. Those are the hardest spaces for me um, where there's like no space for my own expression of my teaching gifts, um, any communicative gifts that I have. There's just been like, hmm, well, there's the children. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's not bad. I mean, like hanging out with kids is cool, uh, but it it's not my specialty. Um, so, so those spaces have have been really hard, um, and I it, it 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 was a struggle when I was both times that I was in really thoroughly complementary spaces to really understand mm-hmm. um, how to navigate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. Those are clear challenges and what's hard is so many of those things that some of the, so many of the things that you named are often so subtly experienced yeah. that it it can make us as women feel crazy you know it can make mm-hmm. it can be hard to to um believe ourselves in the dissonance we're experiencing and so yeah, yeah it's just um yeah you just identified some uh, yeah I don't know what I'm trying to say around that, but just resonate. Um, Okay. So you've identified some key challenges that you've experienced. Tell us about the other side. What are some benefits that you've experienced in mixed gender partnerships? Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know, when, even when I think about those hard spaces, um, there has been the benefit of having to navigate a very hard question of how long do I stay? Um, knowing that, you know, my obedience to Jesus is central and, and in, in those seasons I was, I was obedient and lots of women ask these questions. Lots of people of color ask these questions when they're navigating white spaces. Um, the question of how long do I stay? Mm -hmm. Um, I can manage to be a prophetic voice and, and push for, for change here. Mm -hmm. And maybe there comes a time when I can't anymore. Um, so, so that was a benefit is just really working through with the Lord and, and folks in my community and, and Matthew, my husband, of course, how long do we stay? Um, I think that's an important question to ask because, um, like it's so much easier to just say, I'm so done. I'm out of here. Peace (laughs) y'all. you know, like, like leave angry. And, yeah. and, and sometimes we do that and, it, and it's not wrong all the time, but then, um, but then I think that there, there is another path, um, to consider of, uh, what does faithfulness look like as I navigate this question? Mm-hmm. Um, and Lisa, it strikes me that maybe people, by the time they've got to that point where it's like, I'm out and I leave angry, bitter, they've stayed too long. Maybe they've, they've, sure. they've, they've 
so, so I appreciate the emphasis on listening to internally what you're feeling and then like the community piece around that to help make that discernment call. Yeah. 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 And that was another thing, a benefit of like, of letting go of bitterness. Cause in fact, in, in that process, there is a, there is a bitterness that can just kind of lodge, mm-hmm. um, and being able to let go, uh, is that is a, that is a life lesson. Uh, we yeah. all are going to have to navigate that at some point in our journeys, regardless of whether we're in, you know, uh, mixed gender partnerships or not mm-hmm. learning how to let go of bitterness is, um, yeah, that's part of a discipleship, I think. Um, and then also learning to forgive, and that's, you know, certainly it wasn't the first time I was learning this lesson, but learning it over and over and, and kind of maturing even in that process of forgiveness. So um, so those are some of the benefits of having to navigate those hard spaces. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you um, put on like a like Professor Watson hat a little bit, <laughs> and if you were going to teach people, like what are the, the, dynam- the principles or the, the attributes of healthy partnerships between women and men, um, in your experience, what makes them work well? What would be on that list if you were teaching a class on this, for example? Well, I would tell everybody to read your book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think mutuality. Hmm. Uh, so the understanding that we need each other. We really actually need each other. Um, and creating space for the flourishing of one another's gifts. So we're like, I love the, in the scriptures, the, the imagery of a body, we're a body, right? And so everybody has their own function and their own part. And the arm has a job to do. The eyes have a job to do. The voice has a job to do. And, uh, and so we all do those things, you know, that are ours to accomplish within, within the body. And so, um, how do we, you know, how do we create space for that? That's a, that's a really important piece is yeah. understanding our own giftedness and creating enough space for the flourishing of one another's gifts. And another one is uh, honesty. Like, I think that's probably something that is coming up um, again, again, as I, as I yeah. answer these questions, but um, yeah, real, real honesty about, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta be honest and communicative about the power differentials, power dynamics in a relationship where there's, if it's, you know, supervisor, you know, any of those power dynamics, there's gotta be honesty, honesty with, you know, um, you know, family, like how do we, how do we create enough space to, to let you be in that space? And then, you know, work relationships, all the male and female dynamics. How do we be honest about all of those things? Because when they just get swept under the rug, it can be very awkward. It can be very painful um, and it can create a lot of mess. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then I would say friendship. I mean, some of the best partnerships that I've had have really had a really solid foundation of friendship. Um, And while that gets very vulnerable and can be hard when it begins to not work anymore. Um, I, you know, like when I think about my life and, and my team and my ministry, I don't want to just clock in, clock out, you know, have a professional relationship. I want to be friends. Um, and I want a, a real genuine friendship. Um, so I think that that's another, another piece that I would incorporate if I was a professor. Beautiful. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, when I, first moved to Fresno way back when, and we started working together. 
um, we, uh, my wife, Amy was pregnant with our second, I think. And I, I just mm-hmm. remember being a, a in zombie mode, like no sleep. <laughs> and the, the way you cared for me and said, well, you're good. We'll take what we can get, you know, like yeah. go home, you know, get some rest. All of that was such a gift to me. I remember f- had a lot of feelings around that. I'm letting you down. I'm not pulling my weight. Mm-hmm. And you just extended a lot of grace in a really vulnerable season for me. So that was, yeah, just a real gift. So I appreciate, I mean, I, I've, as you share all those things, I've experienced them from you specifically. So yeah, super grateful for that. Well, Lisa, this podcast is all about learning ways that women and men can partner together more effectively in ministry. Can you share your heart and passion for this? How do you see Missio Alliance being a part of your vision coming to pass? Yeah. And maybe yeah. on that, say a little bit about Missio Alliance, kind of what the organization is about and what you're trying to accomplish. Okay, excellent. Um, <clears throat> so, Missio Alliance, the, our purpose is to resource, gather, and embolden Christian leaders to reshape the church's witness in the world. And we do that by inviting Christian leaders into generative, um, intercultural conversations, dynamics, uh, all kinds of things. And so, um, we have three values that I think are just so closely aligned with this conversation. One, the very first one is comprehensive mutuality. So Missio Alliance is committed through and through to um, women in all levels of leadership uh, within the church um, and understanding that it's not just not just about like women having the space to lead, but but the comprehensive mutuality. How do we how do we as men and women actually get after this work together. Um, so comprehensive mutuality, hopeful witness, and really believing that even despite some of the really brokenness that we've seen um, in the church and in Christian ministry, um, there is still so much hope that, that the church is still the, the hope of the world through Jesus, right? Um, and then church and mission. So we are committed um, to, to the work of the church and the work of the Spirit through the church. Um, and I would say like my passion for this, of course, I mean, being a woman in ministry, how can you not have a passion for it? Um, but when I think about men and women in mutual leadership, I think, of course, it's from the beginning, right? Like God in God's wisdom said, let us, let us make humanity in our image, male and female. He created them. And so by design, if we're going to be a representation to the world of who God is, it is going to take us, men and women, together. Um, so that's, you know, that's a little bit of like, oh, this is, the, this is the whole thing, right? This is how we were designed. This is how we were created. Um, and, I, and I do get passionate about that. Um, there is so much hope. And we've got a lot of resetting to do. Um, a little bit of work to do. Have, we've right. got a little bit of work to do. Um, and that's part of reshaping the church's witness, right? Like we've got a bit mm-hmm. of work to do to help folks see a better picture of what it looks like for men and women to, to partner in ministry together, um, to do it in ways that really represent the, the beautiful, like, trinity, the beautiful community of, of who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Missio Alliance is, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're excited to get to find as many ways and as many partners as we can um, to do this work of, of creating space for men and women in ministry together. Thanks for doing that. 
yeah, I appreciate yeah. the CEO Alliance and appreciate you and your authentic passion and heart for that. I mean, yeah. I think listeners could hear that in your response. Preacher Watson, we had Professor Watson, <laughs> Preacher Watson. Right. We want them. Yeah, I was going to use the word soapbox and then I thought, don't do it. But then I feel like no. that's kind of what I did, right? Yeah, as long as you're <laughs> no, own it. wearing your heels on the soapbox, we're good with all <laughs> of that. That's right. Yeah, we're good with that. Um, Lisa, if folks want to connect with you on social media, how can they find you? All right. Um, disclaimer. Uh, yes, I am on social media. You can find me at L. Rod Watson, L. Rod Watson on Twitter and Instagram. I might be, to, to be real honest, one of the more underwhelming people you'll follow <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but hey, just, you know, sure, check it out. Um, and then if you want to follow Miss Yo Alliance, you can follow Miss Yo Alliance on our channels. Uh, the handle is at Miss Yo Alliance. Um, we put out a bunch of great stuff, um, articles, podcasts, webinars, lots of ways to, to dig into some really thoughtful resources, I think, um, on some of the toughest issues that are facing the church here in North America. Yeah. I just read an article, this will air later, but I just read an article the other day on, on burnout for pastors yeah. and leaders, and it was uh, profound, mm -hmm. super helpful. So mm -hmm. you, you publish content of all types and varieties, not just on women and men working together, <laughs> right. but um, it's, it's a gift to the church. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Lisa, thanks for being a part of this. We're so glad. so fun. <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling in. It's fun to reconnect with you, fun to remember some good old times, and um, yeah, really grateful for your insights. Yeah, thanks. This was a joy. I appreciate uh, the fun nature of this podcast and just getting, you know, getting to have some good conversation. Well, that was that was fantastic from Lisa. Lai, I'm wondering what's staying with you? What are you processing coming out of that conversation? Yeah, I loved how I loved what she talked about around the importance and the value for the value of mutuality. So she talked about how we um how important it is that we really truly believe that we need each other. And as she unpacked that, she talked about um, how being able to have mutuality and mission and serving alongside others has actually been a place that deep friendship has formed. And I've been, just as she talked about that and unpacked it, I thought about um, how so many of us long to do ministry in community and to do mission in partnership with others and how... Um, like what a bond mutuality and mission together can to create friendship. And I, I think that's staying with me, just this idea that we need each other and how important that simple belief and truth is. Um, if I'm honest, another thing that's staying with me is Lisa's honesty. Yeah. So she yeah. shared, a, she shared um, both explicitly and implicitly some painful experiences that she's had and as she's navigated her own um, flourishing of her own giftings and uh, developing her own convictions and passions and things like that she's had to do that in some environments that have been both helpful to that and also hurtful it seems and uh, just I've just resonated with the complexity and even the pain of having to navigate that and having, you know, her thinking, having to process, you know, when, when do I leave a, a, a context, a ministry context? When is it not healthy? And so I just, yeah, that's staying with me. Yeah. Uh, what about yeah. you, Rob? What did you hear? What's Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. I, I was thinking about that too. I mean, she, 
I think she said it herself, like honesty and vulnerability is like a theme in her answers. And uh, she modeled that as well as sort of calling it out explicitly. So that was, that was a gift. I think it was a gift to us really for her to be willing to share kind of out of her place of some pain and struggle. I mean, I think that along with that, maybe that I think she gave us a gift, especially for the guys listening uh, to call out this whole male ego, male fragility piece. And um, yeah, I'm really glad she said that I'll be chewing on that. I think, um, I think it's a, for me, it's, it's an invitation, you know, to do my inner work, right. To like, not be that guy that says that thing to her that marginalizes her and alienates her. So, you know, am I doing my inner work to cultivate a posture of humility that can come to the partnership open-handed and uh, not doing harm, in fact, doing good and, and, uh, and encouraging and building up my sisters. And so I think that's a good word for us to be thinking through and interrogating kind of what's happening internally for us as guys as we seek to fulfill this Genesis vision for mutuality in ministry. So I'm really grateful for Lisa taking us there. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love to hear from you. Follow Christians for Biblical Equality on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date info and content. You can leave us a rating or review on whatever podcast platform you use. And if you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. I'm Lila Van Gerpen, and with my co-host, Rob Dixon, we would like to thank our guest, Lisa Rodriguez-Watson, and our talented editor, Landon Hook, as well as Christians for Biblical Equality. Be sure to listen to other episodes with our team of co-hosts coming to your devices every week. We are the Mutuality Matters Podcast. Thanks for listening. Looking for more information about CBE and our mission for biblical equality? Then please visit cbeinternational.org for more information. And please be sure to tune in each week for new episodes here or wherever else you listen to podcasts.